everybody, welcome to our podcast, Dajah House. Pat and I usually run the podcast together, but because of being on holiday, I've been in sunny South Africa and I'm enjoying this amazing time with my family that she did the ADHD podcast last week and the week before on her own. So this week she'll be taking a good and very deserved break. While I interview someone very close to my heart, she's an amazing woman, such an inspiration because this is the person I grew up with and my role model. And we'll be interviewing my mom about how she came to South Africa and was living abroad away from home and how she dealt with it. She's a very work-driven woman and she's very successful in what she does. I would like to introduce to you Eugenia Chang. Hi, everybody. How are you? My name is uh, Eugenia Chen. I'm a professor and I was a member's parliament and I'm the ministers of the uh, Christian. And uh, so I have a lot of experience. And yes. I came to this country in 1982. Wow, that's a long time ago. And you know why I wanted to do this podcast is because most of our podcast is about being a foreigner in a different country and moving your family and how you integrated that into your life. So let's start with what made you want to move to South Africa? Um, you know, you see, that is uh, when I decided to move here because back then, at my times, people either go to America or go to Europe to study. Our, they are rich family. Okay, so I always make joke to say, if you don't have anybody, you know, family is not that well, and the only place you should go to make your business is to go to Africa. And uh, I want to go to Lesotho and ending into South Africa because there's no way you can get your visa in the vice back then. So I went to the South African embassy and asked them, you know, I want to go to Lesotho. How can I get visa? So they asked me, why do you want to go to the soda? I said, I want to set up the factory. Then they say, you know, listen, we have a lot of incentive to provide it. You know, why don't you come to South Africa? And that is why I came in the 1982 December. I came the first time to visit all the homeland back then they call to, to see the surroundings and choice a place to set up my factories. Hmm. And what is it exactly that you do if you say you are doing factories because our listeners don't know what you are manufacturing? You see, I, I work for American company. Okay. As the, the Taiwan's, you know, the Taiwan's, uh, the general manager, but you know, this general manager is not the general manager you think, you know, I only have, including myself, it's only four staffs. That is what I was. And because I'm in the government sphere and, uh, and because in the government field, you are bumping into the quotas limitation. So I'm looking for a place which is there's no quota limitation. So I decided to come to South Africa. There's no quota limitation. But I didn't know that time uh, it was not that good choice, except that they have a lot of concession to make me success. Mm. Well, and also you had a very young son that time, right? So where did you come from? Did you come from China? Did you come from Taiwan? What's your background? I came from Taiwan. Like I say, I was the general manager for one American company, an you know, American company uh, importer, which is uh, in the garments business and work and and I work in Taiwan. Yeah. And I bring my son. My son was two years old. 
So I started when he, when he get one year old, I decided to come. I come here and I make some research. When he is going to be two years old, I really have practice here. That is 1983. I think it's March. I started production. And then um, when you came here, did you come here on your own or did you bring your mom or your family? What happened when you moved here? At the beginning, I came. Is I came alone. It's just uh, came, come and go back now. So that when they go from the start, I bring my mother, my sons, you know, and and uh, my brothers. One of my brothers and and uh, he is he's one you know is uh, in charge of factory. All right, and I'm in charge of the the marketing. So that is how we start. We also have some uh, shareholders later on. They pull out. Because uh, the world put the sanctions, you know, against South Africa, not allowed us to export to American, and uh, so majority of my shareholders they run away. I stayed behind. Oh, very brave of you, mommy. And then also, what is your work-life balance? Did you have a work-life balance when you moved here? What is something that you felt like you struggled with? Because I know you're a very strong woman. So for you, anything in the work industry, you don't struggle with. But when you were coming here, I'm sure there was something you struggled with, bringing the whole family. It was not easy, all right? But, you know, when you, I always tell people, when you have no choice, you become very strong. Hmm. I have to be successful. And I must say thank you to South African governments, you know, that is, they give us a lot of incentive. I always say people to be successful, either you are very good in study, you know something, or you need a, a very good family background, you need to have a rich family or rich, rich friends, whatever. And I always say that, you know, if people told me to say, you know, we have to plan our life, we have to plan what we are going to do. I told them you are very lucky. Either you have very strong family or you are working for a company uh, which was, which is allowed you to do so. Because back in my time, no, I mean, that is impossible. I mean, you don't have everybody. But I always say South African is my father because yeah. South African provided a lot of incentive to us. So I took it like a father. So whatever incentive they give to us, give to me, I got it. I put it into my business. As just you know to also just to uh to to return return you know what I got from this this uh, these governments. I did the same thing. I mean, so during nineteen ninety eight to two thousand two thousand two, almost four years, I spent my own money sitting on the first class. Go to the oldest five star store, the, the 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 hotel in China and studying to lectures there to all those universities. You know, for free. It just to just to that time they need it, not now. Okay, nineteen ninety eight. I remember I was I went with you to some of your um motivational speaking. Yes. You know the the, the reason I do that because I with me I have lot a lot of experience, you know. And most of the experience is I fail, not I succeed. I remember students ask me a question to say, you see, you teach us how to be uh, to being good in the society, how you're going to uh, keep, keep a good connection with all your parents and the friends and teachers and also your uh, the work colleagues. You know, is that means that is, uh, you, you know, your success because of them. I told you, no, I didn't. Because when I started my, studying to get into the society, I didn't know this one. 
nobody teach me that is important. You know, I always away from the teacher. So, so I'm the, I, nobody, nobody, nobody helping me because I have so many difficulty. That is why today I can tell you. I mean, so nobody can tell the things to others to say, oh, you have to do this or do, do that, that. If you don't fail, you, you don't fall. And I fall a lot of time. You're very strong, Mama. You know, you've done a lot of things. So you also have, you've also worked for the government here in South Africa when I was growing yes. up. You were part yes. of the, what were you part of? Actually, yes, actually, when I first come to South Africa in 1983, I mean, South Africa had five homeland countries, all right? The current, the one homeland I went is called the Republic of Siska. I worked for the present lamb for that homeland almost for 13 years to helping them to bring the in the industries to to invest in this uh, in South Africa in that small um, homeland. And um, I built up that industry called Dimbaza. Okay, we used to hope that we created almost nothing to forty thousands. You know, that's a work work uh, work opportunities there. Yeah, what is Dimbaza? Where is Dimbaza? Yes, that is in South Africa, East Cape. All right, and there's a river called Kai. So I think that we are in the west. That we if we say Siskai, I think we are near west side of that Kai the river. The other side they call Transkai. Yeah, it is a homeland. Yeah. I think equivalent to American is Indian reserve place, something North, like that. North American. Yes. Yeah. So uh, what I wanted to explain to everyone is that when I was little, we grew up in the Eastern Cape, which is in the east of South Africa, and it's a very small population. I, I, I went to a school in King Williamstown. My brother finished his university, no, not university, his high school, um, at that school called Dales College and I went to the girls school and then we moved to Cape Town so Cape Town was actually our holiday house right mom oh uh, Cape Town is a tourist place yes you know and but also the financial center most of financial businessmen here you know and and the tourists is here okay and yeah I mean people here are more relaxed the reason I chose to Cape Town because back then I think that is uh, the 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 crime the crime scenes you know in Johannesburg is not that well, and I have to, those children, especially your brother, have a lot of friends. You know, all the boys like to go to go, go to our house. Back then, you know, when I in Siskai, in the evening they pushing the the go the gate open and coming in. But in the old days, okay, but uh, later on it's become a little bit difficulty difficulty. So I decided to go to Cape Town because Cape Town is more is more safe. And also, then I decided to give up to buy any house. So that is that is why I bought these flats, you know. So everything security is good, you know. I don't have to worry when I'm traveling. I was thinking about, you know, what happened, you know, evening, maybe someone coming to 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 rob them. And uh, you know, your your uncle in, in Johannesburg, two times they have yes. this experience back then. Yeah, they were held at gunpoint, and they were. It was not a very good experience, and there was a huge robbery. Originally, our holiday home, we would come here for holiday from the Eastern Cape, and then we decided to move. Well, my mom decided to move here. I don't remember because I was so young. Um, but our home, it's it's very lovely, and we live in a good area. And I was actually quite lucky because you bought the this place before. This area was a popular destination, right? It was always popular. 
Oh, really? It was I always not this area. Yeah, you know, the, 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 you know, it was always very popular. But I don't know. I get it because our agent, it, uh, our agent, you know, our agent that is in Cape Town called me to say someone is going to move to Australia because after 1995, you know, that is new South African things. Nah? So mm -hmm. everybody was not comfortable. So call me to say, hey, hey, someone is going to move out. There's a, a flat, very beautiful, a big, huge. You know? So I came. So then I said, okay, I bought it. Hmm. And I then, bought it, not this one, not this one. It's upstairs one. Yes, it's the upstairs <laughs> one. So my brother stays in the apartment above us and he's got his family and luckily he, you know, he's very happy. There's a swimming pool on the top and then he has his apartment downstairs. And then I live just below him and actually on the opposite side and did you know that our apartment my mom stays with us this is where we come when we come for holiday in south africa our apartment's just a little bit bigger so you know it's great i love it here it's very beautiful mm, yeah and that's all we have time for today join us on thursday for part two of this podcast bye, bye.